everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. First and foremost, I want to say a huge thank you for everybody's patience. I know there's been a couple of weeks between this and the last podcast being released. Um, We've had a couple of hiccups uh, with Buzzsprout that we um, host our podcasts with and with us embarking on the road and our big adventure. Uh, I, to be honest, just wasn't organised enough and I hadn't had the opportunity because of some internet or lacking thereof internet to record the podcast. So lesson learned. From this point forward, I will do my very best to keep them consistent. We're going to be batching the podcast, which we weren't doing before. Um, And hopefully, fingers crossed, I will not take such a long break. So thank you, everyone, for hanging in there. Um, And we'll be back to regular programming as of today. Now, this episode of the Human Design Podcast is all about, um, well, it's a discussion about sidereal or sidereal or um, I can't remember the other way you pronounce it, um, astrology slash human design. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we had a change in the the tool, the, the tech that we use to run all the charts, that uh, genetic matrix. And genetic matrix recently have added a sidereal human design chart. So, of course, the human design um Uh, community has been going crazy about this and it came to um, a head over probably over the last two weeks or so where everybody's been talking about it. I mean, of course, the projectors have been talking about it for months, but the rest of us have just just really chimed in. Now, what it is, and in this this episode, you're going to get to learn more about it, Um, but Fundamentally, what it is, is it's a a different type of astrology. Western astrology that human design uses um, is called tropical. So in the genetic matrix, it's it's a tropical chart um, or sidereal. And sidereal is another form of astrology, um, as well as there's also Vedic astrology. Um, And in a nutshell, what it means is The tropical astrology that we use that is actually like um, related to the calendar, it's also seasonal, it, you know, has a start point um, and it's something that although originally was sort of planned out with the stars, it, it was connected to astronomy, now it's not. Now it's more... Um connected to maths really is is my understanding so although tropical astrology um really gives us the you know the planets what the planets what the stars what what are things doing they're not directly relating to where the planets or the, the the stars or the constellations are in the sky at the time so as uh, sidereal has appeared in the human design community, what that means is that we've taken one of the four um, synthesis or the four wisdoms and swapped it out for different calculations. As soon as we change the calculations, um, we change our chart because where the stars sit and, and move are directly related to how the, the hexagrams and the, the gates, therefore the gates work, um, so as soon as we change the mathematics of the, the um, astrology, then we get a different chart, a completely different chart. So what's been going on in the human design community is, of course, people want to say one is right and one is wrong. Now, for me personally, I don't believe in right, wrong, good or bad. What I believe in is, you know, what is true for me, what resonates with me. And if it doesn't resonate with you, then drop it. You know, in my membership community we've been talking a lot about it where where 
um, experimenting with it. We just had one of our live calls in the pro team um, talking about it and, and just the experiment already. Because what we were finding in our community that was that straight away people were like, oh, I don't resonate with it. And then over a period of time, you know, it could be as short as an hour or sleeping on it for those emotionally defined um, and those that are not. But over as it unfolded and as we're becoming more curious about our sidereal charts, we're starting to see certain resonance, all right? There is also another dimension to this because there is a guy, and I can't remember his name, I should have written it down, but I didn't, who has created true sidereal human design. Now, he's saying that he actually has the correct um, calculations that are different to the ones that are in genetic matrix. Um, And I don't know, to be honest, I don't know what is inverted commas correct or what's not. But what I do know is that this is an exciting time to be experimenting. Um, It's really an opportunity for all of us to learn more about ourselves. Even more than that, it's a great opportunity to make sure that we're not over-identified with our chart. This is something that I'm seeing a lot in the community, like people are resisting or they're saying that they're not resonating with their sidereal chart, that it's definitely their tropical chart or that the original chart that we're all used to um, because they're so identified with it. They've worked on it for so long. They're like, that's who I am. No, no, your chart is not who you are. It's your energetic blueprint. How you bring that blueprint to life is who you are and no one else can do that. It's You are not your design, all right? So what is really exciting, um, let me just give you an example. For me, I straight away went, oh, I don't resonate with my sidereal chart. Um, And the the reason why is because I go from being an emotional um, 3-5 manifesting generator to a reflector, a 1-3 reflector. Um, And then for me in my experimentation, what I started to notice was things like, um, my new cross, I actually resonated more with um, the, the cross in sidereal for me is the Sphinx. Um, and, you know, that's what I do every day. Uh, my son is the listener, you know, like the gate 13, um, which is what I literally do all day and I've done all my life. So there's there's definitely pieces that I'm like, wow, this resonates. But the one thing, you know, there, there for me there's some real um solidity and not because my mind's identified but you know I have a lot of energy that is consistent and I have been riding an emotional wave since as you know as early as I can remember and neither of my parents have defined solar plexus so and being an only child there was no one else influencing me for me to become so conditioned that I think I'm experiencing an emotional wave as opposed to actually experiencing emotional wave so What does that mean, right? Well, it's going to mean something different for everyone. Everyone has a different opinion. The the true sidereal human design guy reckons it's this is the chart, you know, disregard um, the tropical chart. Uh, And that's just from me watching a video, so I haven't asked him personally. I'd love to have him on the the podcast. Um, Then there are people that are saying um, that have been working with human design for many years. People are saying that, um, you know, your tropical chart is still the chart to go by and, you know, do your, your deconditioning, you know, type strategy authority, do all that work, and then potentially you evolve into this next version. You know, there's parts of me that go, hmm, that could be possible for me. Um, then there are other people that are saying it's a completely different layer of who you are. It doesn't matter what people are saying, all right? What matters is that you know what's correct for you. You run the experiment. You see how much you want to lean into it or not lean into it. But the the one thing I really encourage is doing the experiment. Have a go. Like if you are a human design junkie or expert, a newbie or just die hard, get into it. Have some fun. Experiment with it and see where else these things resonate for you. And potentially there's there's more lessons. I think one of the girls in the on the call last night, she said, you know, I feel like in many cases these are just more lessons for me to learn. And I loved that, that view of it, you know. Um, the other view that came up in conversation on our live call was um, that they noticed, uh, one of the girls noticed that her 
tropical chart matched her dad's chart. It was very similar to her dad's chart. And her sidereal chart was very similar to her mother. Now, she'd always been very in, in alignment with her dad, but really it was like, oh, God, I don't understand you, mum, and had really resisted her mother and her mother's behaviour. Obviously, loves her deeply, but you know what parents are like, right? Um, but this piece was when she saw her sidereal chart and she's like, oh, my goodness, I feel like this. I feel like this sometimes. You know, once every three months, I feel like this. And all of a sudden, if nothing else, this person has, you know, been able to li- literally walk energetically in her mother's shoes and, and could see how her mother feels and it's really created a whole other dimension to their relationship and especially being able to um, empathise and understand her mum from a different point. So what I'm saying is go experiment. There's so many exciting things to be learnt. There's um, things to dive into and, and it's that same rule, what works for me? Um, as in you, um, experiment the things that don't resonate, drop them like a hot potato. The things that do resonate, hold on to them um, and see how you can evolve through them. Uh, for me, I'm we're starting to do the gates in in line with Mercury in the in the membership pro team. So I'm loving the the gene keys. So looking at the gene keys through the sidereal was like, wow, and I'm just about to do the gate 13 because it's coming into Mercury soon. So super exciting stuff. I've totally geeked out. We still have a whole podcast after this piece, so please hang in there. Um, As I say, this was an impromptu chat that's now turned into um, an entire podcast, which is why I don't actually introduce um, Raven uh, Raven Star at the beginning, but all of her details are at the end um it was a fascinating conversation literally this was the first time I'd ever met her um but certainly uh curious to 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 learn more all right thanks everyone and enjoy the rest of the episode bye for now so now that sidereal has come around and you know I've looked at so many different people one of the things that um, I'm really conscious of is there's a lot of people out there that are just sharing their opinions. They're just saying, well, I think it's this. And I'm not really interested in, in opinions unless they've been tested, unless they have the experiment has been run, which of course, which is one of the reasons I was drawn to you because you said you've been doing this for, I think you said six months or something. I'm like, great. So this is actually yeah, the I've been doing the hand-drawn charts, um, but I, I have new, I have new developments actually. Ooh. And I'm, I've been doing a lot of research and I'm excited to share this, this with you. And I'm, I'm back to tropical and I want to explain why. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Yeah. So, um, just to be clear who I am, I'm a synthesizer. And so seekers library looks at all self-awareness systems to know thyself. And so I, I look at astrology, numerology, human design, gene keys, genetic energetics, the dream spell, um, destiny cards. And I like to say we don't need any of them, but that they're guideposts, confirmation and permission that are available to us. And I turned to these systems when I was in the corporate matrix. So that's like kind of like a short version. Love of it. That, <laughs> and it really helped pull me out because I didn't know who I was. And so Um, you know, what does it say on the Oracle of Delphi? Like basically know thyself. And so this is a really important message and we're all so unique. And I like to say we're a community of one expressing ourselves in billions of ways. So human design has been um, an amazing tool, um, but we get to explore what's happening and why it's happening right now. And the the first thing I want to say is that human design is not astrology and we're having an astrology conversation, um, in the human design community. And that's like the first thing that gets to be teased out. And, and I'm a very big proponent of sidereal or sidereal astrology, as well as 13 star sign astrology. Um, but we also get to understand what tropical astrology is. Do you mind if I just like dive right into Go this? For it, my, please. My, my thoughts. So this is where I've like, and I've like come back around. Like I first, and I'm, I'm fully ready after I have this conversation with you to like 
do another live and be like, actually, I've done some more research and I've come back around and this is why. Um, and um, I'm not saying, okay, let me just, <laughs> so, so tropical astrology is actually a seasonal based calendric calendar system. And so that's where I, um, that's where I rub up against tropical astrology because, you know, coming up, we have this full moon and they're like, it's in Virgo. Um, and then we're talking about the planets and the stars. But when we look up this weekend, it's in Leo in the constellation of Leo, mm -hmm. but in the calendric earth based system, it's in Virgo based on the seasons and where Virgo falls in the seasons. And that's what is getting confusing is that we're using the same Zodiac signs, um, but we're talking about two different things. So we're talking about the stars and the constellations, and we're also talking about the earth and its uh, calendric movement um, around the sun. And um, that's been like the disconnect. Mm. Now, Human design is a combination of the I Ching as well. And the I Ching is also a seasonal based system based on the earth. And so that's like the first thing. The challenge is also that Ra Uruhu was not an astrologer. Um, and I just have a, a note here. And again, because there's not, and maybe you would actually be able to like confirm this because I am... I'm a super fan of all systems, but I don't have a traditional training in human design, nor do I have traditional training in astrology. I have a, I know a lot about a lot of things, um, but in terms of having like a, a certification in either system, I don't. And so what I, what I, be, I believe is that I don't believe that there's a lot of information about um, exactly what Ra Uruhu heard in terms of um, why to use the tropical system. Um, but what was told to me by a student, um, a friend who had a, was a direct student of Ra's was that the voice said the system was based precisely mathematically on a year that started with the vernal equinox, not a fixed star. And then I go, and I've always been, so I'm going to jump around here, but That's then good. I, I've always been obsessed with megalithic structures around the world. Um, I followed Graham Hancock's work and this is the point, this is my actual like sticking point here where I'm coming back around. Um, and, uh, so, so the megalithic structures that are built around the world are built in homage to the vernal point and to the sun. So I have some, um, just pulled up here. So on the vernal equinox, a group of Moai on Easter Island of those big stones, they're all staring directly at the sun. Um, on the vernal equinox, there's a massive snake that appears at the temple of Chichen Itza. Apologies if I'm pronouncing these incorrectly. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many megalithic structures around the world that are built to specifically like point to this very important point of the vernal point <laughs> and um the power of the sun like like the mayans worship the sun like the sun was the god before we had the uh catholic christian christianity the religion that i i've been um i was in um uh, spain and and saw the um catacombs and the places that they murdered people that were worshiping the sun. So I'm, I'm just like connecting all of this of how important mm. the vernal point is to the sun. Um, and, and so, so tell me, can you just tell yeah. me a bit about like, what is, what is a vernal point? What is that? The, what's the definition of that? Yeah. So the vernal point is the, um, it is the, the two, uh, equinoxes. So we have the spring equinox and we have the winter equinox and that's when the sun, um, the days are equal in length. So we have like equal, equal length of days, um, mm -hmm. morning and, and night. And, and that's, that's kind of marking. And that's why the tropical system was actually a farmer's calendar. Like that's really what we're talking about here mm. is this is like farming was essential to our livelihood, to our existence. And so, 
our ancestors needed to track um, the sun and needed to track the the, the movement um, for for harvest for for farming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the validity of the tropical system. And that's why we're getting a little confused here because it lined up 2000 years ago, it lined up perfectly with the stars above, but we have astronomical mutation. And so the earth is on a, a, a wobble on a tilt. And so now there's the procession of the equinox and it's no longer the spring equinox is no longer at zero degrees Aries. Um, it hasn't been zero degrees Aries in almost 2000 years. It's somewhere around Pisces right now. And that's kind of the confusion that's happening mm-hmm. is, um, is that, and again, this is like, we're having an astrological and an astronomical conversation, but we're actually still like, this is a human design podcast and we're talking about human design. And that's, what's getting confusing is, is what was, um, what was raw, told essentially. Um, and then there's the element of neutrinos, mm-hmm. which, um, is, I have my note on this, um, uh, is particles in space carrying mass, but they are actually coming through the sun. Um, so it's still, it still is linking back to basing it on our earth-based experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had my theory that I was running with was that, um, the tropical system is like our 3D matrix kind of earth-based reality, which I still believe to be true. And that's, um, that is primarily what we're operating in 3D, 4D. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different like um, frequencies and dimensions that we're moving in and out of. Um, and then 5D and connecting to our starseed, galactic, heart-centered, planetary mind, noospheric uh, connection is, is also valid. And that's, um, that's where my theory with sidereal or side reel was coming in. Mm. Um, and when I look at my side reel, I can see, like, I can justify different pieces, right? Like my, my channels in my tropical, I now have hanging gates mm. in my, in my sidereal. So I can like justify some of it. Right. Um, but it's again, what the intention was from, yeah. for human design from the beginning and was human design intended to be, um, uh, a, aligned with the stellar movements or the, the constellations, like what is the new thing that's being discussed or was it actually meant to be based on the, uh, calendar, the seasonal, um, calendar that tropical represents. Mm. Yeah. And this is, I suppose that this really is the thing that we're all trying to work out. You know, one of the other quotes that I read, and I'm going to reach out to him as well. Um, I'll share it with you, which blew the, I was like, that resonates with me was, um, uh, in human design, tropical signs and sidereal constellations play different roles. There are two I Ching zodiacs. One is the key, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, once one has liberated, yeah, this is, the, this is the piece that really resonates with me. Once one has the liberated attention for this additional work, it begins naturally. It just does. Before that time, the dis- discussion can be meaningless intellectual speculation or um empty good intentions and because what he's saying is that that our um our human design as we know it on the tropical chart this is like you say 3d this is who this this being came here to be um however and and once we do that process so type strategy authority get to know ourselves better live in alignment you know do the not self work then that the the next piece that starts to unfold is the sidereal or the sidereal, um, yeah. and that's the th- that this is the piece that I think out of everyone that I've read and heard and and that sort of thing, and I, and I believe it's the way I heard your like when you did your video. It's kind of like mm-hmm. I believe that's what I was hearing, yeah, or, or that's how I interpreted it because. Mm-hmm. For me personally, and I'm all like I'm a line three, I'm a three five, so everything is about the experimentation, can't be told what to do. 
Um, you know, I'll believe it when I experience it or I'll create it when I experience it. Even the way I manifest is, you know, I can manifest really easily once I've messed it up three times. So for me, it's all about getting into it and experiencing it. So where my resonance really lies is that I'm a 3-5 emotional manifesting generator. Like that's a big energy, right? That's a big, obvious, slap in the face kind of energy, right? My um, sidereal chart, I'm a reflector. Mm. And so there's this piece of me that goes, well, you like the whole energy and defined emotional wave. Like on those two pieces, I go, there's no way that that I'm that. However, mm-hmm. one of the things, and it's really interesting because my whole community said, ah, oh, no, no wonder you're obsessed with reflectors, Emma. So one of the mm-hmm. things that I am really fascinated by is the reflector. And I probably put more work into them because I feel very conscious that they're a small part of the, the population. And I want to make sure that they feel understood because the reality is we're constantly just reflecting ourselves back, you know, like how are we actually serving them? Um, mm-hmm. And if I look into my chart deeper, um, you know, I've got the gate 64 in my sidereal chart and I'm dyslexic. Um, you know, even my cross, like my cross makes a lot of sense in my um, tropical chart, but in my sidereal chart, I'm like, fuck, like that's really, sorry, mm-hmm. terrible potty mouth. Um, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, yeah. <coughs> this is <coughs> for me, like, I feel like I'm evolving into that. Like there's a part right. of me and I don't know for, for sure. And, and, you know, as I say, I'm defined emotionally and I'm an MG. So there's nothing linear about me in any way. So um, the potential of me coming around and changing my mind. But there's, there's people, as I see all of the sidereal charts with my clients or my kids or, um, you know, people that I know well, I'm like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like I can see that there is some Mm -hmm. resonance to it, even the extreme ones like mine. But what I, you know, and and I don't think the answers, the specific clarifying answers that I want, I don't think they're available yet because I think we need to do the work. We need to run the experiment. We need to have the the example of it. Um, But in your opinion, like having used um, both charts for a while, like as you're you're, um, introducing people to their charts or both of them, what are you finding? Are you finding because because my the story that I have to tell is people go I don't resonate with my side sidereal chart and then they sort of go oh yeah actually I can see it. What's you, what's yeah. your experience? Yeah, so I and this is the thing you mentioned um, like going through the experiment and and kind of mastering your strategy and authority and we're living in a time where especially like this younger generation, these star seeds are coming online so much faster that it depends on the person. Um, Some people are resonating immediately with their sidereal and not at all with their tropical. So that's what, and that's why I've always taken the position that they're all valid and that there is this like journey. There's this journey through like the matrix from 3d to 5d. And I'm a splenic, single definition two, four manifester, the right angle cross of penetration three in my tropical. And it has resonated with me until it started to not, (laughs) there was parts that started to not resonate. And then in my sidereal, I'm a six, two split definition, uh, manifesting generator, the left angle cross of informing three um, or excuse me, two. And, and that, um, that really did resonate with me. So it's been a process, but then I've been kind of picking out, okay, like, why is this resonating? Right. And like, I can go back and forth and that's my position too, is that we're, if once we access the 5d, that doesn't mean we're never in the 3d, we can kind of move through these dimensions, like same with the, this black mirror, you know, like what is on this reality? This is, this is a reality. Um, it's a 3d reality that we can, um, we can buy into, we can experience, but we also don't need to, you know, if we turned off our phones and our computers and never access this, this black mirror, like what would our reality be? You know, um, so I have, I've experienced the dance like through them both 
frankly. And that's, and that's been, it depends when I'm doing a reading, it depends on where that person is at in their evolutionary journey. And there's no, um, judgment. There's no like who's better or worse or higher or, you know, less than on their journey. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. It's just about, do you connect to your, and this is like, for me, I'm a, I'm a wizard in the dream spell. So I'm literally bridging the worlds of this earth and the galactic, um, you know, star-based system. So like, of course they both resonate with me. Of course I'm going to like, as part of my mission, help bridge the gap here, um, or at least have this conversation and be part of the research, um, in it. And it just, it does depend if someone is really in their matrix life, like I was six or seven years ago, I don't think my sidereal chart would have resonated nearly as much as it does now in my, in my evolution of, of my connection to the galactics, my, following the dream spell calendar, which is like a whole nother conversation, but getting out of the Gregorian calendar time is money construct and moving into this time is art. And that's what I mean by the Noah sphere that's connecting to the planetary mind. Um, and that's when we're talking about the star Sirius and that actually basing an, uh, a calendar based on the stars. So <laughs> it does, it, it depends. Like I'm also an Ayurvedic nutritionist and that's really like the, the, the default as it depends. And it's, it's so bio-individual, um, on the person. And so there, you're going to see this mix of people resonating with one or the other or both. The last thing we're, we haven't touched on yet is this, like also this curveball of the true sidereal chart, yeah. um, which is through me for a loop. I'm a four, one generator in that in that one. <laughs> and that's where I come back how we started. And that's where I come back to the, um, argument of like, what is this system based on? And is it actually an astrology system or is it a seasonal based system? And where does the I Ching, which again, I, I read that quote as well. There's like, I'm still researching that though. Like I haven't found that fully where I have, um, understand that there's a side real I Ching as well. Um, but if the I Ching is mostly based on the seasons and the calendar, then that's where I'm leading towards, like, it was influenced by astrology, but it's actually not based on the constellations. Mm. Um, and that's where I'm still, I'm not discounting true side real. I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to be interviewing, um, the programmer and I'm, I'm interested in understanding and interested in watching to see who resonates, but at this current moment in time, that chart doesn't resonate with me, but I don't feel like I've had enough time. I just got it like a couple of days ago. Mm. I haven't had enough time with it to really tune in. Um, and there could be like some ego, like I'm not a four, one generation. Yeah. Yeah. I want to honor that. Yeah. You know? And and that's the truth. Like also, you know, being a behavioralist as well, I think a large part of this for me is that people, um, the thing I like the most about this whole conversation is that it's you know, it people are white knuckling, what we call white knuckling their, their charts. They're so attached to them. They're so identified with them. So this mm -hmm. in it, in itself is like just shaking it up, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that that in itself is incredibly powerful because coming from a behavioural point of view, we see what we want to see. We don't see what is true per se. Um, and I, and I right. feel like where um, people are getting influenced where their loyalties lie or because they've done so much work to, you know, come around to this one or whatever it is, instead of actually listening to their own inter internal guidance system, their own truth, what becomes more effortless, what becomes um, more flow as opposed to feeling like, oh, my goodness, I just got used to being this person and now I have to be someone else. Like, no, that's the absolute opposite of, of all of this. Um, right. And with the true uh, sidereal, do you actually know, like I know that he does the calculations differently. Do you know what yeah. that difference is? The only difference um, that I'm understanding is that Ophiuchus or Ophicus is mm -hmm. uh, calculated. So, um that's the difference. So that, okay. that changes, it's no longer 30 degrees equal for each Zodiac. It's actually based on the constellations. And so that shortens Scorpio down to 
approximately eight days. And then Virgo is like 44 days long. So it, it shifts the whole chart. Um, and I still, I've interviewed a 13 star sign astrologist on my show. I've had a 13 star sign astrology reading, which is, um, they're saying true sidereal is 12 houses, 13 signs, 13 star sign astrology is 13 houses, 13 signs. Um, Vedic astrology uses 12 houses, 12 signs, um, but accounts for, uh, the correction, the procession of the equinox, which is the Ayana Misha, which I always mispronounce, but those are all the different ones you see in genetic matrix. I personally was using the galactic equator Fiorenza Ayana Misha, because that's the one that has resonated. And I appreciate that specific astrologer's theory, um, on the galactic equator. And of course I'm obsessed with the galactic equator because of my obsession with the dream spell. So, um, that's where we're getting, again, more into an astrology conversation, um, which is why I'm still, I want to go back to the root of like mm. what actually was transmitted, like what was actually the voice saying yeah. essentially. And unfortunately, I don't know, I have not seen enough documentation, but if it's true that it's based on the vernal point again, and we're, and I, and I go back to the galactic or the megalithic structures that were built in homage to the sun lining up. I mean, these beautiful points where like when the sun comes through, it lights up this whole, like it must've taken decades to build these, these places. Um, and they were built in homage just to that, that moment in time each year. So it must be important. Like their ancestors left behind these megalithic structures to, to remind us how important this point in time is. And the vernal point arguably is when our soul comes through possibly the sun and enters our, our vehicle. Mm. Um, mm. and that's again, like with the neutrinos, then we really are talking about space and, and the stars. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, that's why, again, I go back to, they're all valid. Like I get, yeah. I get really, um, I want to be careful when there's astrologists on both sides saying this is fake or false data. Yeah. And I've interviewed astrologists that have said that. And uh, there's astrologists on my, in my Facebook group that do that. And I'm like, let's, you know, yes, it is true that the moon this weekend is in Leo in the constellation of Leo. And that, and again, that's the disconnect is like, we're talking about astrology and we're also talking about the calendar. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the things, as I hear you speaking, one of the things I'm super aware of is even in the time that I've been studying human design, the evolution of the gates of the I Ching, you know, like Mm -hmm. um, when we read the, um, the rave I Ching, um, it's negative and challenging and and it's you know um it's certainly not what a lot of the interpretations are today and then as we've sort of branched out into different I Ching's I know my mentor had a very specific I Ching and um Mm. you know there's there's amazing people like um uh, Karen Curry Parker who's really changing and, and deepening um the meaning of things and you know, when I hear my mentor Kim Gould talk, you know, the way she understands the the gates is off the chart. So mm-hmm. part of me, you know, just listening to you speak makes me realise that, you know, it's like you say, it's not about the separation. It's not about pulling it apart and deciding which calculations are correct. It's really about what it is, is evolving into. It's a, it's what human design is uh, evolving into. And it's it's not you know, as we move towards this new paradigm, it's never, ever about um, someone's going to tell us what to do. There's a leader that has all the answers. Like, no, that's literally being blown up before our eyes right now. So we have to come back to this place where we have to trust ourselves. We have to trust things that we do know. We have to trust the experiment and we have to come back to being our own gurus and learning how to be able to say, well, this this fits for me, this doesn't fit for me. Um, and I love the way you sort of talk about it. Like, you know, maybe there is that part where we, we evolve through it. Um, because if I'm honest, there was definitely a part of me that was that wanted to be a little bit of a reflector. You know, I, I wanted to be that um, because I actually felt like I was, I, I had that in me. Um, and of course, I've put it down to being 
you know, I have only four defined centres um, and one of, one of my undefined centres is a G centre. So I've always just said, oh, it's just because of that. But I love mm. that idea that for, for me, I love the idea that this, this is who I am, this is who I've come here to be, but this is my potential. Like this is potential for me to grow into. This is potential for me to go, okay, if I, if I go, cool, I've done my job. Like I was listening to a book this morning and um, she was talking about how she doesn't understand why everyone um, has a crack at Steve Jobs of how he's a, he was a, a, not a very nice person and a hopeless husband and a terrible father. Like she's like, the thing is he came to earth and did what he was meant to do. Um, and this is what is resonating with me is like, okay, that tropical chart, that is what we've come here to do. But what if, and I have no idea because I, I certainly don't have decades in any of these disciplines, um, but what if we we have our tropical chart and that is what we who we've come here to be and what we've come here to do? Um, but then we also have this other one that's like, but you know, if you've got some extra time or you got there quickly, try this, evolve into this. Like, <laughs> I kind of like that idea. I think that that yeah. that feels good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, I've heard um, I've heard another perspective recently as well is that like our, our tropical is actually our ancestors and our access to our ancestry. And that's actually more of our tropical chart and that our sidereal is, is, is our Dharma is, is our purpose is what we came here to evolve. You know, that's really our, you know, the hero's journey, right? That Mm -hmm. is, we're here to evolve. And that, and that's why, again, I, I go back to that. They're, they're both valid and it's just to then also tease apart this, uh, true sidereal is, is the other question, because again, then it's, it as it is actually tracking the, the constellations. Um, but is it meant to, is this system meant to, is the question. Um, the truth is though, that the, the procession of the equinox every 72 years, we're going to be another degree off. So right now we're 24 degrees off tropical versus sidereal. So we're on this like front lines of transformation where we're just starting to feel like something's off. Like we're all feeling it in the collective. Like we're just like, this doesn't feel right. Like we're no longer resonating with the 3d matrix. We're no longer resonating with the patriarchy. I hope we continue to no longer also resonate with the Gregorian calendar, frankly, because that has been another construct that we've been living within. And that's tropical astrology in the Gregorian calendar pretty much happened around the same time. This is like around the 1500s. This is when witches were burned. Mary Magdalene's name was smeared. This is Pope Gregory. This is one man that has had this, I mean, not just one man, but like Ptolemy was involved as well, but um, we're living in a time-space continuum that is, is, is actually ancient. And again, like also living out our ancestors unlived um, healing and we're healing eons of trauma Mm. through this one life right now. And because we're all collectively experiencing this awakening together, like on this front lines, um, moving back to galactic center, we have like 10,000 years to go. Um, and in technically in sidereal, we're still in the age of Pisces and we have, we're not going to be in the age of Aquarius for a couple hundred years. Um, so there is this like kind of disconnect where we're all starting to feel it, but we're just at the beginning where even 24 degrees is not fully 30. So like some people are still the same, even Zodiac sign between the two, depending on where you fall. Mm. Um, so it's like what the world is going to look like as we evolve is in past our lifetime, you know, this is for future generations. Mm. Um, will the poles actually shift? I mean, certainly the constellations will, and that's why I'm focusing back on the sun and just saying like, is the sun going to shift in the, in where, when it's passing through these megalithic structures on the vernal equinox, is that going to change? Is that going to massively change or is it just the constellations? And that's the kind of difference for me that I want to understand further. And I wish there was more documentation, mm. frankly, um, from Ra Uruhu or the human design officials on that. Cause yeah. it's like, that feels really important. And, and there are people who are speaking out against raw, like you're talking about Steve jobs, like 
who he was as a man and a father and, you know, starting to really pick apart him as a, as a, as a, as a human, you know, and he's a human, just like all of us, exactly. right. With his flaws and, and, and quirks and, um, yeah. you know, what he did to, you know, exactly. trademark the system. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. like, this is the thing that we can all sit around and pull apart Ra. Or we can just draw a line in the sand and go, right, so what are we doing with this? You know, and I'm a big believer of option number two. Like the last thing I'll ever do is tear someone apart. I genuinely believe that, the, the, well, I know as a behavioralist that those people that want to tear people apart, it's because they're tearing themselves apart. So if you mm. want to fully be able to expand into your greatest potential from any level, whether that's mind, body, spirit, it's all about living in this place of love and being able to say, okay, cool, I see that he was completely imperfect. You know, one of the things I hear over and over and over again, especially because um, Kim, who I trained with, she she was kicked out. She, you know, she was told that she wasn't allowed to practice. She was like she was com- one of those people. Um, and so she had this real aversion to Ra. And it was really interesting about, I don't know, two years ago she just said, Apparently I'm working with Ra now um, because, you know, her guys have just said, right, it's time, it's time to, to get into it. And it was like every thing that he was trying to teach, it was like this is a new, this is the new, um, uh, what, how did she put it? I can't remember, but it was like this is the new wave. This is the way it's going to be. So it's, it's got to be about the knowledge, not about the person. And I think that, you know, this is the same for anything. If we can take a step back and look at the bigger picture and say, okay, so, if he was here to bring human design in, well, well done. He did that. Was he perfect? No. Um, you know, we even see in the evolution of human design that, that all of the, the things that he taught early on were so steeped in ego and, um, you know, that gate 51 of shock. And what I thought was really interesting is that I heard um, a great interview once and I can't remember where I found it, but it was like, and he's talked about this a lot. He said, you know, when he first started sharing human design and unpacking people's charts or reading people's charts, um, he was so blown away by how much people hated themselves, you know. So this is the thing is that if, if he's being triggered, a man who's driven by shock, if he's being triggered right at the beginning, um, learning that he's t- literally telling people this is how you love yourself and they're saying, no, 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 I hate myself. So he flips into being or delivering the information so it's going to be received you know the consciousness we were not at the same place back then we certainly weren't and we are transforming at light speed right now so this is the thing is that if we keep going on focusing on raising the consciousness on running the experiment on choosing to be open-minded to listen to other people's opinions um, to be able to hold space for other people's opinions even the ones you don't agree with this is actually the purpose of human design it doesn't matter if sidereal or sidereal or the tropical chart speaks to one person more than another it doesn't matter the point is we are here to empower ourselves we're moving into a time of self-empowerment and those of us that have you know I know for me it's huge I mean I've got gate 34 in my north node on the personality side so self-empowerment is massive for me and you know, I've never wanted to be told what to do and I sure as hell don't ever want to tell anyone else what to do. So this right. is the thing, like when we can actually come from a place of this is exciting, this is an experiment, these are all the new possibilities and what about this and what about that, then what's going to happen is we're going to find the higher consciousness answers. We're going to have access to the things that's going to move our society forward. It's going to move human design forward. As long as we're in the trenches, bitching and moaning, complaining, pointing the fingers, saying someone's right and someone's wrong, we are yeah. not operating. We are low on the consciousness scale. We right. are not accessing the thinking that we need to be accessing. So at the end of the day, um, this is what I love about this conversation, that we are all giving our opinions. We are helping to move things forward. We are helping to know ourselves better, love ourselves better, accept ourselves better so that we can do that for everyone else as well. Rant over. Amen. Amen. Aho, ashe, shalom. I couldn't agree more. And it's it's part of the reason I, I started Seekers Library in the first place is, is this exact point that you're making right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah. so much yes. 
Well, you know what? I think this has been a freaking brilliant conversation. So thank you so much for joining me. I am totally going to put this straight up as a podcast. Um, And the other part is like, I haven't even, I didn't, I, I did everything in my power to keep my mouth shut, not to ask about all the other things that you do. So let's be clear, I will be finding out about those other things at a later date because it's fascinating and um, I'm just intrigued to learn more. So thank you, thank you. Now, how do I pronounce your, pronounce your name? Is it just as it sounds oh. or is it just that it looks so pretty on Instagram? I'm like, am I going to get that wrong? <laughs> it's Raven, oh. Raven, like a ray of light. So I, I have a whole story on, on how I got that name. And then I, before I launched Seekers Library, I wrote a poem for a friend and she said, you're like a ray of light. And it was just like, yeah, I'm ray of light, R-A-Y-V-N. And then Zuvuya is, is, um, Again, this is a name I've taken on and it's, it's surfing the cosmic waves essentially is what it means. Um, and, and as a wizard, and, and this is another system that you can tune into, but as a, as a, as a white wizard, a lunar tone, I'm really here to like experience the polarity and have the 3d matrix experience and have the, you know, 5d and beyond higher consciousness, like like galactic conversations as well. And um, anyways, that's Raven Zivuya. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so can, everyone can find you at, at on Instagram at Raven Zivuya. Um, at Seekers Library. Oh, that's right. Sorry. At yeah. Secrets Library. It's okay. Yeah, um, at Seekers Library and SeekersLibrary.net. And I my YouTube channel is Seekers Library. Everything is Seekers Library. And uh, I, I interview, I have my own podcast as well. And I interview um, different wisdom keepers and experts. So I'd love to talk more about that in the future as well. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's so nice for a change actually to be invited um, and be a guest. Uh, so thank you so much. For oh, you're me. so, so welcome. It's been such a fantastic conversation. And as I say, I feel like I've just scratched the edges. So there's so much more, so much more. Um, thank, you. thank you. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank you welcome. again. And uh, We'll keep in touch for sure. Yeah, and yeah. as they say in Lakesh, I am another you. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. She says to the sidereal reflector. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.